Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, it's been a lingering question ever since legalization took effect. What about those who had been previously convicted of simple possession? If the government's position now is that simple position, a possession is not and should not be a crime, does it make sense to continue punishing those who have criminal records for that? Uh, so today, the federal government announcing a plan to make pardons more easily available to those convicted is Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale. We have introduced today unique and historic legislation that would allow Canadians previously convicted only of simple possession of cannabis to apply for a pardon just as soon as they have completed their sentence. There would be no further waiting period of what would normally be another five years and there would be no fee of what would normally be $631. Okay, so It's essentially speeding up the process and waiving the fee. So this is not any kind of broad sweeping amnesty, basically trying to make it easier for people to get pardons. So what do we make of this approach? And is there maybe a better approach? Joining us for some thoughts is uh, BC-based lawyer Kirk Tucson, an advocate for cannabis policy reform. Kirk, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, it's my pleasure, Rob, anytime. All right. Well, was this the kind of announcement you were expecting we were going to get from the government? Well, this is the yeah, government of Canada. This issue is a tremendous amount of public approval of uh, righting some of the injustices that were done in the uh, prohibition. Uh, and it's it's good that the government is responding. Um, however, I think I have to take issue with Ms. Minister Goodale's suggestion that this is uh, either unique uh, or uh, some uh, new legislation. In fact, there's a building. Uh, in the House of Commons. It's been pending since October of uh, last year, brought forward by Murray Rank and NDP from Victoria, uh, that we call and impose expungements for all simple possession offenses, which is uh, a dramatically more fulsome remedy. Uh, it's a better piece of legislation. And if the Liberals wanted to get this done quickly and, and start on the path of righting some wrongs, they could simply pass that. It's that second reading currently. Well, yeah, give us a kind of a, a lawyer's perspective. Uh, help us understand what the difference is between a pardon and, and a full expungement. Sure. Well, a pardon, which is more appropriately referred to as a record suspension, because the Conservatives uh, changed that in their uh, in their um, series of crime-related uh, legislative changes about five, six years ago. Uh, a record suspension or pardon basically puts a big redacted box over the conviction for simple possession. It doesn't remove it. Uh, if you are asked on a job application form or at the border of the United States or anywhere else, if you've ever been convicted of a crime, it, you must answer honestly and truthfully, and that answer still is a yes, even if you've been pardoned. Uh, whereas an expungement, by operation of law, says 
if you've been convicted of this particular offense, possession of cannabis, you are now deemed by operation of law to have never been charged or convicted of the offense. And so if asked that same question at a job interview or at the border, you know, have you ever been charged with or convicted of an offense, you could honestly say no Mm -hmm. uh, if your record's been expunged. And that's a pretty dramatic difference because I can tell you, the minute you say yes to the question of whether you've been busted for, you know, a drug offense at the U.S. border, uh, there's going to be uh, some problems. It may not yeah, block yeah. you from entering the U.S. It certainly can, but it's going to raise some red flags, and you're not going to have an easy trip. Well, yeah, so there's an obvious reason why uh, an expungement would, would matter a lot more. So you feel that that would be more appropriate. That should be what we're striving for. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think a, a, a pardon sort of a Band-Aid um, measure. I think it, it's, it shows that you've done something, but the practical effect of it on, a, on sort of ordinary Canadians' lives, I think, is going to be limited. Uh, whereas an expungement, you know, you, you would still have to apply to the Pro Board of Canada. So there still is a process that the citizen has to go through. But if you're granted the expungement, it's, it's as if you'd never been charged or convicted of the crime. And the legislation requires um, the, the Pro Board of Canada to write to the RCMP in any court in which you've been convicted. Uh, directing them to remove the records of the offense entirely. So it's a much more fulsome uh, response to the uh, to the evils that people have had visited on them as a result of being charged with cannabis possession. Right. And, and just to that point, then, let's talk about why you believe this is needed. Because there were those who would argue that, look, it was illegal at the time that these people were convicted. Granted, it's not anymore. We're not going to be charging people anymore. But it was illegal then. So why are we going back and sort of retroactively applying our approach now to, to those times. Yeah, I think there's a few reasons for that. I mean, whether you agree with legalizing cannabis or not, uh, I think most people have to agree that the offense uh, of cannabis possession was applied in a discriminatory manner. People of uh, lower socioeconomic status or visible minorities were much more likely to be arrested, charged, and convicted of simple possession uh, than you know middle class or, or wealthy white guys like myself. Uh, it's just always been discriminatory applied. So when you have legislation that's been applied in a discriminatory manner, I think it's incumbent as a moral and ethical obligation on government to say, well, we need to, we need to begin fixing some of these wrongs. And, you know, the irony is that uh, even the remedy that, that's been proposed, this pardon remedy, is going to disproportionately, you know, impact and benefit uh, people of higher socioeconomic status, non-visible minorities, more than it's going to impact the people that have historically already been discriminated against. And so, you know, people like myself, uh, who have a ton of privilege in our society, have uh, both not felt the pain of being arrested and charged for cannabis offenses, and I have been, uh, but we also will benefit more for pardon. Uh, than the other folks society, and that's just wrong. So number one, it's writing uh, historical injustice. Uh, number two, I believe very strongly that nobody should ever been charged with cannabis offenses in the first place. Uh, it's caused a tremendous amount of harm in our society. And just think about the individuals who have lost job opportunities, who have lost career advancement opportunities, who have lost educational opportunities, and the kind of good that those folks could have contributed to our society if they didn't have this anchor of a criminal conviction dragging them down. Why don't we get rid of that uh, entirely uh, and at least free them in the future uh, to, try to, tr to try to rise up in, in spite of these unjust uh, applications of law to them? So I think whether you agree with legalization or not, 
he ought to agree with writing some of the uh, discriminatory and, and injustice that's that's occurred as a result of cannabis prohibition. Well, and I guess we have there, there's some precedent for doing that. In fact, just recently, this this same government uh, did essentially that that we're going to expunge the records of people who've been convicted under the old laws, which essentially criminalized homosexuality. Do you see a, a parallel there in in you know addressing these historic wrongs? Well, I do see a parallel. I mean, we're talking about consensual behavior that harms. Uh, no one else, and, mm-hmm. and frankly, doesn't even harm the individual. There's no reason these actions should have been criminalized. The liberal government has shown a willingness to take that extra step and go for expungement in, in the one scenario, but not for the cannabis scenario. And I think, frankly, that's a shocking, uh, a shocking difference between how they're treating the two situations. And there's not one that's justifiable in any way that I can see. We've acknowledged that those crimes... Uh, that uh, prohibited homosexual conduct should not have existed. They were evils in our society, and we've undone them. Well, cannabis prohibition was an evil in our society, too, and we've undone many of the harms that are being caused. We've got a bit of a way to go and get to legalization 2.0. But in the meantime, let's let's free Canadians of these burdens that these unjust laws have visited upon them. Uh, and you can do it. I mean, the liberals have shown you can do it if the political will is there. Right. Uh, so let's pass... The NDP's bill, or if you want to take credit for it, let's amend uh, the, the recently introduced legislation by the minister to, to make it expungements instead of pardons, and let's go ahead and fix these problems. As you say, there, there's already a piece of legislation on the table, C-415, uh, I believe, right? It's been it's been pending since October of last year. It's at second reading, and it's been at second reading since December of last year. So it's sitting there. It's a good piece of legislation. Let's get it in the committee. Let's get it debated on, and let's get it passed. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Much more at TusaLaw.ca. That's T-O-U-S-A-W. Kirk, thanks so much for your insight here. Appreciate it. Make some time for us. Anytime. I appreciate it. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.